everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Hop Culture today. Before we get started, we wanted to thank you guys so much for the new ratings that we have on Apple Podcasts. We noticed that we got a couple new ratings this last week. And we also wanted to thank those of you that have shared anything about the podcast on social media for tagging us or sharing, you know, posts of ours or anything like that. It really is so, so helpful. Like that's what helps us grow and we just really appreciate it. And we know that a lot of you are our personal friends and family and it just means a lot to us. So thank you to those of you that are just listening and supporting. We really, really appreciate it. So today we thought it would be kind of fun to go back in time a little bit and dive into some of the questionable song lyrics of some old favorite tunes. And the idea for this episode kind of came to me as, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but my husband was out of town. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mentioned it like 800 (laughs) times in the last like seven (laughs) episodes. I'm so sorry. I clearly would not have done well like in olden times or as a military spouse or just having a husband that travels for work because it clearly made a very big impact on me that he was out of town for like a week and a half. And he had half of your kids with him. Yeah, and he had half my kids, but still. So one very dramatic late night, I was puttering around, patting around the kitchen, and the Rascal Flat song These Days came to mind. Does anyone remember that song? It's one of their earlier tunes. So this episode's going to be interesting. I wish we could play clips of the music, but for copyright reasons, we can't. So So can you sing it? I was going to (laughs) say, it it might be a little cringe because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of kind of like humming the songs. I think that for for copyright reasons, I'm going to say that we can't, we can't hum it, even if that's not true. Is that a co- oh? I was going to say, is that true? <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't, don't want us trouble. to do that. <laughs> I agree. I think it's probably best for everybody if if I refrain. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to keep myself from doing that. So I remember these days. These days is I'll give you a summary. A guy meets up with an old flame. He runs into her and, you know, asks her what she's been up to. And then he says what he's been up to. And here's the chorus. It says, I wake up and teardrops, they fall down like rain. I put on that old song we dance to. And then I head off to my job. Guess not much has changed. Punch (laughs) the clock. Head for home. Check the phone just in case. Go to bed. Dream of you. That's what I'm doing these days. Claire, that was worse than if you had just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could have whispered it. I could have whispered it softly. Okay, that's that a good point. Mm. Yeah. But I that song just kind of came to mind, you know, classic country ditty. And I realized that that was the saddest, most tragic existence. This man has I mean the girl has been gone for a while she according to the music she went off to Vegas and married a rodeo cowboy and he has been here and there once or twice so he's had time to go here or there once or twice and she's gone out to Vegas and in all that time 
he wakes up and he is sad enough that tears are falling down like rain every day. And I was just really, I was really moved by the tragedy of that song. I couldn't believe that it was just like accepted as like, yep, that's normal. That's what happens when you break up with someone. I mean, I just want better things for, who's the main guy from Rascal Flats? Rascal. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's the main rascal? Because there's three of them. You know, you know, one of them's more of a rascal than the others. So I'm yeah. curious who it is. I'm going to guess his name is <laughs> Kenny. I haven't even looked it up. Oh, it's Gary. Gary would. Oh, Gary. Gary. I would expect. Mm-hmm. Gary sounds like someone who would just wake up and cry because mm-hmm. someone died. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Well, he had those frosted tips. And I'm he not did. sure oh. if that contributed anything to it. But yeah, it's Gary, Joe, Don, and Jay. But if you watch Nashville, you'll you'll meet Gary and his <gasps> his lovely wife. So in real life, he's happy. Oh, he's okay. Because I was really just like, that is really sad. Like he probably needs like some help if if he's still sad enough after this breakup years later. You know, that's not like healthy. So I was like, we should go back and look at some of our old favorite songs and just dissect, you know, what was maybe questionable in the song lyrics. And we would love, we're going to have a little form you can screenshot on Instagram. And we would love if you guys would fill it in with some of your own old favorite songs that have actually not uh, held up over time. So do you guys have any that you would like to share? Well, I have a couple that are sort of in that same, along that same vein of really hanging on to like an old, you know, high school type relationship, because I feel like that's a theme in songs where this is like my favorite song trope, but the singer is singing about how they become rich and famous and they hope that the person in high school that didn't like them mm-hmm. has just a horrible life for the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like, Obviously, like skater, skater boy. boy. I was gonna. Yeah. I had skater boy on my list too. <laughs> it's like that's like that's an iconic one. Yeah, and isn't it? Isn't her punishment basically just that she is a mom? <gasps> Tess, yeah. I literally wrote that down. I said, "Why is she had a couple kids?" Always a subtle way of indicating that the girl <laughs> wasted her life. Yeah, you know what other song has that trope? Photograph by Nickelback. <gasps> no way yeah and i was like wait why is that always a thing of like she's got a couple kids and it's like i'm s- is that necessarily an indication that sounds like that a nice life, life to me it sounds like she avoided being married to some kind of rock star who's always gone on the <laughs> like, road. yeah that's so funny that you noticed that too because i thought the same thing another song that's like that is how do you like me now by toby keith it also says he never comes home and you're always alone and your kids hear you cry down the hall like you know the sad like (laughs) mom who's just Mm. living a sad mom life yeah Yeah. why are rock stars so mean to mothers like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and no offense well actually yes offense to toby keith do you think being married to toby keith is like this great probably great gig no i mean i was gonna say no nope. offense again but i clearly mean offense <laughs> you're meaning of- <laughs> i can't imagine I can't, big I'm offense sorry, i will go ahead and say i can't imagine toby keith is like a super just like gentle compassionate husband so maybe it's that out maybe that's too mean his wife is gonna come after you his wife's gonna come after us. yeah exactly that could be some good like publicity for us mm-hmm. that's true yeah yeah 
yeah, maybe we'll go uh, viral on Twitter for that controversial comment. They've but. been married for 30 years, so. <gasps> did you just Google Whoa. it? I did. <gasps> okay, now I actually have to, I'm so sorry, I have to issue a formal apology. <laughs> I assumed that he was kind of like a player type. Well, Ooh, I meant he could be. I meant 40. <laughs> 40 years. 40 years. Okay, you know what? Please forgive me, Toby. <laughs> I I redact no. everything I said. <laughs> um, yes, the high school. Yeah, the kind of being caught up on like a high school flame is a classic music thing. Kind of in the same vein. It's kind of the opposite. Someone of an extraordinarily young person promising their entire life and future to someone is another thing that I find hilarious. So does anyone remember the song One Time by one Justin Bieber circa 2009? Oh, mm-hmm. of course. So I looked it up. He was 15 when he released this song. He sounds younger. He sounds like he's like 11. <laughs> and it says, your world is my world. My fight is your fight. My breath is your breath. And your heart is my heart. You're my one love, my one heart, my one life for sure. Yada, yada, yada. So I looked it up. <laughs> Does anyone know how many girlfriends Justin Bieber has had since he released this song? <laughs> Ooh, I'm scared uh, to even guess. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, it's not like crazy. He's had six. And then now he's married to Haley Baldwin. So, I mean, if he was singing it to Haley, that would be sweet. But I just do think it's a little bit eye roll worthy that a 15 year old is declaring. So many of his songs are eye roll worthy. (laughs) Can I mention a a Justin Bieber song, a more recent one? Of course. What Do You Mean has always been such an annoying song to me because he's like, you're so indecisive. What do you mean when you nod your head? Yes, but you want to say it's like. I don't know. It seems pretty straightforward that like this girl just doesn't like you very much. <laughs> like, I don't know what mm-hmm. he's yeah. just always like, you're so indecisive. Like, why are you <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like this girl probably isn't actually sending the mixed messages yeah. that he thinks she like, is. Maybe he could just believe her. Yeah. Can I mention another old favorite? Because I feel like someone's going to mention this specifically Claire, because I remember Claire being upset about this in the first place little things by one direction i forgot about that one such an annoying song (laughs) this one is the most annoying song so many annoying things about it the fact that they just list out all of these weird like for instance the crinkles by your eyes your stomach and your thighs the dimples in your at your back at the bottom of your spine it's just all these like kind of like Physical, unflattering things yeah. about her and then it's like you'll never love yourself half as much as i love you <laughs> like what if she does Not a good message yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah, think i can <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein i guess as you don't know you're beautiful is kind mm-hmm. of this thing mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. it i don't know it kind of plays into the thing of like a girl can't like herself it's like attractive if she hates herself kind of mm-hmm. and i'm like why is that like a message yeah. that we're sending teenagers like over they were over. also like you know how old were they 18 or or younger when that's when little things came out mm-hmm. girls that age aren't really worried about wrinkles on them. <laughs> like yeah it yeah. makes a lot more sense i'm like i worry about wrinkles by my eyes now but i didn't when i was a teenager mm-hmm. yeah 
<laughs> yeah, that song really is just basically like you have so many flaws, but like deep down, I find the strength to love you anyway. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one is a really, that's totally a weird message too. Uh, another kind of trope that I've noticed over and over is like the somewhat, and it can go both ways. It could be like a guy who is toxic and the girl loves him anyway or the girl is kind of toxic and the guy loves her anyway but from you know the slightly emo days of my youth I'd forgotten about this song Just the Girl by the Click Five. Do do any of you guys remember Mm -hmm. that one? It was definitely before like Tess's time. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really emo but it says she's cold and she's cruel but she knows what she's doing. She pushed me in the pool at our last school reunion. She laughs at my dreams but I dream about her after. Strange as it seems she's the one I'm after because she's bittersweet. She knocks me off of my feet. I can't help myself. I don't want anyone else. She's a mystery. She's too much for me but I keep coming back for more. She's just the girl I'm looking for and it goes on and on to say like all the like terrible mean things she does and it's kind of I remember loving that song I remember thinking uh-huh. like oh that's cute like she's it's like that Marilyn Monroe thing like if you can't love me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best and it's like well no <laughs> like don't, you don't get to treat someone horribly and like think like oh that's so endearing that she laughs at my dreams and she oh it says the more she ignores me the more I adore her what can I do I do anything for her I don't know. I'm just like, that's oh, so funny. That? That's funny because I just, in my Shakespeare class that I took last semester, we learned about Petrarchan love, which is like this very old concept of like men like dying for women that hate them and like just being <laughs> so madly in love with these women that absolutely can't stand them and never want to see them again. And it's just so funny that that's like still a thing that we love like Mm -hmm. we haven't made any progress yeah with that I do think it's kind of a double standard I hope that if it was a song about a woman saying those things I don't think that would be as popular as as like a man saying those things you know about a woman but I do think like it's wrong either way (laughs) like it doesn't Mm -hmm. I don't know it's well and I think that's sort of where like the whole you know nice guy thing comes from is like (laughs) I think it is such a standard in our culture of guys who worship these girls who are interested in them and then become like embittered you know Mm -hmm. I do think it is a double it only kind of goes that one that one way yeah yeah it reminds me of the movie 10 things I hate about you like the Mm -hmm. little Joseph Gordon-Levitt character I can't remember his name but he like worships the uh strange life of Alex Mack or whatever (laughs) (laughs) this is such a great description (laughs) wasn't that her name the Secret World of Alex Mack. This is a really great description. Yeah, I don't know anyone's <laughs> actual character's name, but everyone knows everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca, right? Bianca. Yes, Bianca. And he like worships the ground she walks on and she like pays him no attention. I mean, it's based on Shakespeare, so mm-hmm. I guess that perfectly proves what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious what your guys' class songs were in high school. Does anyone remember? Funny you should ask because mine was Photograph. You're kidding. What? I'm not what? Kidding. Oh, that's the worst song. Isn't that the absolute That's horrible. Worst? Oh, my word. It was a situation where no one bothered to nominate any song. Mm. So it was the only one that was nominated and therefore it won. Oh, oh that's word. horrible. Well, what is with class songs? Because 
it's like the same five songs get recycled over and over. Like Photograph was not a new song when you were graduating. Yeah. And yeah. Like yeah. I think old. it's just because there aren't that many songs that apply to graduation. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my class song. But I remember the class before me, we weren't allowed to sing the whole song at graduation because it, the first part is about drugs and things. <laughs> it's, it's fun. No, not fun. Fun is the band. Oh, T- wait. Tonight? Tonight? We are young. What? Yeah. That's so we so had to start because I was singing in the choir and we had to start. <laughs> it just played like this little tiny little intro. And then we just had to start in the chorus because that's where it gets appropriate. <laughs> and then stop so after funny. that. Just one chorus. That was all we were allowed to sing <laughs> of the class song. It was so I dumb. Well, I feel like Photograph, I'm looking through the lyrics. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. I feel like it's definitely like a kid it's ironic it's at graduation because he says, maybe should I go back and try to graduate? So he didn't even graduate. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I know who nominated it and <laughs> did they not graduate? There's hard feelings. <gasps> what? Not really. Of course. Yeah. Speaking of like cliches, mine was Good Riddance by Green Day, oh, which yeah. was 10 years old when I was graduating and like eight other classes had already used it. And same thing. I think just like we didn't have a lot of good options, but the class before us did Here I Go Again on My Own. I don't know if that's the title or just the chorus. That's fun. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm going to sing it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I remember thinking that was a good, that's a really good class song. Yeah. And we got stuck with good Grace, I think I know what yours was. Wasn't it? I don't know how to say it. Uh, gosh, only knows. Yeah. Okay. Was that our song? I know that played at my graduation. It played at your. Gra- it must have been your song because I think that's why they, you know, sing it. I, well, they had a. They made us like turn to our families. Yeah, you had to turn and look at your family, and I remember oh, just being no. like, "This is so oh, uncomfortable." No. Oh, I couldn't no. even like <laughs> find you guys that's, for most of yeah. this song. <laughs> that's why it's burned burned into my brain. I would have thought that our. Class song was I'm in love with a stripper because of how much that was what they played when you were at like oh, no. sport like practice for after school sports. That's yeah, ours terrifying. should have been Teach Me How to Dougie, but mm-hmm. mine should have been Yeah by Usher. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. They made you turn and look at your families. Oh no. I yeah. Stuff like that so much. Yeah, that was discontinued by the time I graduated. So they're like, no, no one wants to do that. It was so I boring. Just, The thing is, all that kind of stuff, it just always ends up being cliche. Like our quote, this is this is my indignation. So I was in student government and before anyone gets impressed, I ran unopposed. So it it actually is kind of embarrassing because I don't think anyone no one wanted the job. (laughs) No one was gonna be impressed. Wow, you were the you were the senior class secretary at a small school? (laughs) Class of like 115. Wow. But so I was there when we were voting on the quotes. And yeah, we had really lame quotes to vote on. And my friend Jake came, I felt like this was so cool. He came by, he wrote on the butcher paper that was on the table, the quote from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, what is it? Life's pretty fast. Life comes at you fast. If you blink, you might miss it or something. Great quote, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He wrote that on the butcher paper and it won. It got more 
tally marks under it than the actual quotes. <laughs> oh. And the powers that be would not, were like, no, no, that wasn't on the ballot. What? And I was like, well, it's a write-in. Um, like, that's, that's, so that's what a write-in is. And they're like, no, no. And so the one we got was, <sighs> my biggest pet peeve are those quotes that are not actually quotes. Like, nobody said them. It's just like, as high as we dream, we may fly. As high as we wish, we may soar. As high as the stars, we may be. You know, and it's just like, it was just, it was, I'm not making that up. That was like, that was the level. Oh, man. And we all, the class presidency, we all like had to walk up and say a line of it. And like, like, as high as we dream, we may soar. And the next person would walk up and say it. And I was like, why did we not pick the one from Ferris Bueller? That would have been so much cooler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is meaningless gibberish. And no one actually said this quote. It's anon. <laughs> and like it was I, that was like made me so angry. So after that, I was like, none of this has any significance. I would love to hear if any of you listening had like a really cool or iconic class song, because I feel like there's like 10 that just get rotated through. And if any artists are listening, that might be a nice niche that you could mm-hmm. fill our mm-hmm. songs that would work for graduation. Yeah, there's a stunning lack of graduation songs. I thought of a song that when you listen to the lyrics, it's quite obvious that it's pretty depressing. But at the time that I first heard it, I was so young. I didn't really know what it was about. Do you guys remember Independence Day by (gasps) Martina McBride? Oh, yeah. I had that one written down, too. I just, I thought it was a patriotic song. Just like a (laughs) song about Independence (laughs) Day. And, and then the it's July. very clearly not. I know, just but about I just, that. at the time I was like so young, I didn't really listen to lyrics. And yeah, now I'm like, oh, duh. Like this is about mm-hmm. a woman who kills her abusive husband and then the daughter gets taken by the county. So it's, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty dark, but it's really dark, <laughs> but it's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> Mom was a big Martina fan, so yeah. we listened to a lot of Martina McBride back And in the she day. has a lot that are about, like, abuse Her stuff. music is dark, mm-hmm. but yeah. of all the dark, dark music she has, Independence Day is the only one that I would consider a bop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I, well, I actually had a little list I was going to share at the end, um, songs that hold up which are old songs that I, upon re-listening, I'm like, this is still has a great message. And I would say this one's For the Girls by Martina is one that still is a fantastic song and brings Mm -hmm. a little little tear to my eye every time I listen to it. It's actually a very (laughs) sweet song. Yeah, one of the few positive songs about moms. One of the few happy ones. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's so many country songs. Because, I mean, we grew up listening to country. I still have a very soft spot in my heart for, like, 90s and, like, 2000s country. There are a lot, though, that are, like, women dealing with, like, abusive or cheating losers. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So many. Goodbye Earl, Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. So many. And then there's a lot by men that are like, no shoes, no shirt, no problem. Yeah. Uh, It's five (laughs) o'clock somewhere. That one by Brad Paisley that it's like, he's going fishing and he doesn't care that she like doesn't want him to go. And he's like, well, I'm going to miss her. Oh, I sang. I did it. I that's not even the tune. That doesn't sound like Brad Paisley. (laughs) At all. In the slightest. So <laughs> I do think it's a, it's like this thing of like the women are like dealing with really like dark things and the men are just like, it's all good. 
in the country. And it's like, no, yeah. there's clearly like Yeah, a, you can see why the women here. are writing those songs <laughs> from the lyrics of the men's songs. <laughs> there's, there's deep pain there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of great. I mean, Alan Jackson, you, you can't fault the guy. There's plenty of great like men in the country music scene. But there is a funny, I do think there's a funny disconnect with country music between... <laughs> the men and the women. Can I share an observation that I had today as I was driving around town that has to do with song lyrics? Yeah, sure. Um, So, you know, the uh, lyric from the killers uh, coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I Mm -hmm. think it's from, is it from Mr. Brightside? I can't remember remember what it's from. So I would say we're all kind of coming out of our cages, right? In 2021. Mm -hmm. We're not doing just fine. We're not doing fine because in the last 24 hours... (laughs) I have had three different experiences where humanity has completely broken down and I don't think that we remember how to function around other human beings. One was oh. in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru yesterday. Um, <laughs> I, I won't go into detail. Then today at the <laughs> gas station, I witnessed someone back into a car that was occupied <gasps> and just drive away. What? What? <gasps> Yeah. No. Bonked into this lady's bumper and I and I like gasped. I was trying to motion to them to stop because I could see it happening <laughs> while I was pumping gas. They bonked into each other and then the it was an orange car. This orange car paused and then they just drove out of the parking lot. Oh, and I I got no. the I was like trying to like memorize the license plate, but then the other lady just drove away too. So I maybe she I, it didn't look like there was damage. But I was like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. And then Absolutely I was at Trader not. Joe's. And this older lady was goading me along with her shopping cart because I was like in her way. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I think that people have forgotten like how we function in the world. Like we're okay, but oh, gosh, were you in front of the dips? Because the dip area gets congested. No, you're right. The dip area is um, <laughs> that is a, a problematic spot. No, I was. I was in another tricky area, which is the aisle that has the frozen foods and the sweets are on top. Mm-hmm. That's what usually gets oh, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that gets really congested. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I I had been waiting, like I'd been standing back patiently, and then I just like snuck in and was trying to get my thing really quick, and I feel like a little bonk, bonk, <gasps> bonk, and she. <gasps> Did you tell her something? What? No, I just got out of the way. I didn't know. Oh my gosh, I would have turned know. around. Whoa. I just grabbed what I needed and like got out of the way. Oh, but- I would have. There would have been a, <laughs> a there would have been a scene in TJ's. <laughs> really? I would, I would love to see. I would have. Ju- I would have probably just looked at her. Mm-hmm. A glare. I didn't know yeah. if maybe she didn't see me. I don't know, but I was like, well, she's bumping into me. You know. So I'll I be honest. Know. I wouldn't have because I was at the store the other day and this guy came right behind me and I was looking at the coconut milk and he also wanted to look at coconut milk. So he just started reaching. He just stood behind me and was just not reaching for one, but he was talking to someone about like what brand to get. And they were both just like touching me, like behind me. And so I just, I just Mm -hmm. left the aisle and -hmm. came back when he left. I don't understand. Like, I understand saying like, oh, excuse me or something, you know, like if you because if someone's really just like lingering and it's like, I just need to sneak in and grab like this one thing. Mm -hmm. But no, that's not okay to just be. It was like like, clearly he also needed to be like making a decision there. You know, he didn't know exactly what he wanted. So it's like, just, you know, stand back and look. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in Utah, you've got those nice wide aisles. We don't have those out here in Ohio. So 
I mean, just be grateful for there's what no excuse. Yeah, there's no <laughs> excuse. Do you guys have any songs that as you were listening, you were like, hey, this is still a great song. Like even, you know, 10 years later, it holds up. Okay, this is not quite going to count because I'm still visiting mom and dad. So I was asking them, like, can you guys think of any songs? Because I was having trouble thinking of them. And they were <laughs> they were only thinking of really old songs. But they brought up Puff the Magic Dragon, which is, you know, the classic, like, mm-hmm. like oh, it's really about drugs or something. But I we ended up, I did a deep dive researching it. I don't think it is about drugs. And <laughs> if you read the Wikipedia article about it, the like evidences that people try to put forth about like why it would be are so they're such a stretch. Wow. Maybe we should <laughs> do a deep dive on it. They yeah. say like by the sea could be interpreted as by the letter C, as in like cannabis, which I'm oh, like, that's word. such a stretch. What? It no one even calls it <laughs> cannabis. Yeah. I know, it it was <laughs> I mean, you, you just have to look it up to see because Besides the words Puff the Magic Dragon, any other evidences they have just fall apart, I think. I think it's just <laughs> because it's so bu- it's such a bizarre song. People are like, what else is yeah. it about? Yeah. It was based mm-hmm. on a poem that like one of their friends wrote after he read a poem called Custard the Dragon. So I don't know, it just sounds oh, like so a weird guy weird. wrote a little poem. Yeah. Yeah. About like a kid's dragon. So that one was kind of a reversey because mm-hmm. you always you always think, like, oh, Puff the Magic Dragon, and maybe it's actually just a boring kid song. It's just a weird song. I uh, revisited the song Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. <gasps> I feel like that's one of my favorite major moment back in the day. And yeah. that's still a great song. I actually think it has a great message and it's very encouraging and I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I also love love like this and really all of hers <laughs> i'm mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan still i watch the music videos the middle by jimmy eat world still a great song is mm-hmm. kind of the same message as unwritten it's like hey everything's gonna be okay just like keep trying it's all gonna turn out okay the story isn't over don't worry so much about what other people think of you and it's not necessarily like a love song. It's just like an encouraging song. That was one that if that ever came on at a dance, that was like a, that was definitely like a bop back mm-hmm. in, in like my eighth grade. Mm-hmm. That whole album was like a great album. And also it just brings me back to that, mm-hmm. like it middle totally school. Does. Well, I feel like this was unfair because I was trying to think of questionable <laughs> lyrics that I'm thinking back. One that I love is, man, I feel like a woman. By Shania Twain. <laughs> I that, one. <laughs> that one will always hold so up good. for me. I love it. That one's a very different. It's very different from this one's for the girls because it's more like I'm wild and free, but still just as fun. Mm-hmm. That's another one that if that came on at any kind of like dance or like, you know, it's a good one to just like rile people up like in a group, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I feel like it was fun because like the girls could be like dancing and then the boys, it was like hilarious if the boys were like, man, I feel like a woman. And you know, it's it's good for a laugh, you know, that's a classic. You could do like line dances to it. I was actually revisiting That Don't Impress Me Much by Shania Twain. (gasps) Oh, uh I was just thinking about that. That's another one that's hilarious because she's just going through like all these guys and she's like, that doesn't impress me. But she never really gets around to explaining what does impress what her. What does, except the touch, but nobody knows what, mm-hmm. what that means. <laughs> 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 
Um, and I actually watched the music video and her outfit in that. Oh my gosh, the leopard, the leopard print, like Uh head to toe. Um, (laughs) but yeah, Shania was such uh, an icon. I still Mm -hmm. love like all of her songs, and I loved that Mm -hmm. song in particular because it had the little. Anytime there's like speaking in the middle of a song, it's like whoa, Mm -hmm. this is really different (laughs) and like something very interesting. (laughs) And it's like, so you're Brad Pitt. Yeah, that was a song yeah. that would maybe come on at a dance, and it wouldn't really rile people up, but it would be like you'd you'd want to know every word because like mm-hmm. people would just be singing it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Totally, yeah. You have to know all the little parts. That's a classic thing about being a teenager that no one wants to admit is like when you like make a point to try to learn the cool songs so that uh-huh. you can actually sing them. And no one wants to admit that they like go home and and try to figure out the lyrics so you'll know it the next time. But we all did it. Uh huh. Yeah. Acknowledge that. <laughs> when I was in high school, one song that I think was just questionable, especially for the high schoolers, was "Animals" by Maroon Five because we all loved it. But I don't think anybody thought about the lyrics at all. Like we just loved it because it had that little like ow and everybody would do it (laughs) and it was like everybody in the room would howl and I don't think anybody thought about what was actually playing because it was a bunch of like little nerds and their friends like (laughs) playing this horrible song there's so many like that where like Mm -hmm. you look back and you're like oh wow that was actually really inappropriate and like we didn't know what it was talking about I was reading the lyrics to getting jiggy with it with it by Will Smith. That's how it's spelled. And I mean, I love that song. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. And like, it actually has really like quite masterful lyrics. Like it has some great moments, but it also has some kind of inappropriate stuff in it that was totally just like, I didn't even notice back in the day. Luckily, uh, 98% of content was over my head. So yeah, that is the blessed part of being a teenager is just not understanding things to their full extent and f- yeah. being able to fully enjoy whatever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people still have that gift. I, I'm i like, should I name names? Yeah, I'm going to name names. It's Matt. <laughs> I've never met someone. You know how people will say like, well, I don't I don't listen to the lyrics. I just listen to like the song. I just like the tune, you know, mm-hmm. to like an inappropriate song or whatever. But like he truly does not know what any lyrics are saying ever mm. of any song. So like one time we were listening to some of his music and there was a song that had like a super bad word in it. And I was like, oh, I was like, you don't have the edited version on here. And he's like, what? He's like, it doesn't have a bad word. And I was like, what? what? Yes, it does. It's like very clear. And he's like, this song is like, it's on the radio. Like we listened to this at like dances. And I was like, yeah, the edited version. And he was like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe you. I was like, what? I was what? Like, so, like, that's so funny because listen. I am bad at listening to lyrics. But if there's, I feel like my mind is trained to like hear the bad stuff. Yeah. And everybody's is. That's so yeah. strange. That's it's kind of so a gift. so funny. And I mean, that's happened like a number of times where I'm like, oh, this song is like it's very risque or whatever. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and I go back and listen to it. And he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, no, you ruined the song for me. I'm like, this is obviously what it was saying. Like, oh, it's so funny. 
Wait till Hazel's a rowdy teen and he's having to like censor stuff that she's yeah. to. I think and I'm no. going to have to be the one that's doing all the censoring, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one one more that I'm just curious if anybody else has any other examples of this, because I feel like there have to be. But there's this song called Whole Wide World. I don't know. You've probably heard it. It's an old one, but it's been redone by like multiple bands and stuff. It got very popular a couple of years ago. But the whole song is about when I was young, my mom said there's only one girl in the world for you and she probably lives in Tahiti. And then it's all about like, mm. maybe she's mm-hmm. in the Bahamas. Maybe she's in the Caribbean. And it's all. like her tropical one, yeah. skin and her. It's all about finding this tropical girl, I guess. And it just seems so like. It sounds problematic. It sounds. Yeah, it's very problematic. At the time, I remember thinking it sounded problematic, you know. I was like, is this this offensive? It was not even just like, now it seems that way. It already like seemed that way at the time. Yeah, it it always was. But people seem to have no problem with it. And I feel like there's got to be other examples out there of like. Yeah, it's like creepy and like predatory. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any off the top of my head. I'm sure back to Kenny Chesney. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like there's probably one, but I, I, just, I can't think of any. Yet. He wants a down home. He wants a, a good old country girl, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. He's kind of, he was a weird mix of like, he's country, but he was always talking about like toes in the sand and stuff. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. That's like, true. Zach Brown Band, actually. That's a literal lyric yeah, from a Zach Brown Band <laughs> song. So I don't know if that's kid. Kenny Chesney? Yeah, Claire. <laughs> but they do always talk about exotic women. So mm-hmm. that is a, that's a good example. Country, countrymen. There's either the exotic, uh, like foreign women, women, or there's also the like, I want a hometown girl with bows in her hair. That's a lyric from <laughs> like, which both are weird. And yeah, prob- both are yeah. weird. Bows in her hair or like they want a girl who's like a little bit country, but not too country. You know, they have these very mm-hmm. specific <laughs> amounts of country that they want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. not like a fisherwoman or someone who's uh, wearing camo and I don't know, someone a little bit country. But a little bit rock and roll, too. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. As my final thing, I'd just like to mention some Britney Spears lyrics that you might not have thought of, but now are a little bit troubling, considering oh, no. her situation. There's lots of things online analyzing this, so I won't go into too much. But there's a few from her album, Blackout, such as, I miss American dreams since I was 17. Don't matter if I step on the scene or sneak away to the Philippines. They're still gonna put pictures of my derriere in the magazine. Oh, no. Tess, these are sad. I know. There's all these lyrics about cameras flashing, about people taking advantage of her money. There's things about being lost and doubting herself in the world. And then one from 2016, like a blackout, you're the light. And people think it might be to her fans who are trying to help her. So, oh, so everybody help free Britney. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I watched the documentary and now I'm really sad about about it. Yeah, it is really, (laughs) really sad. It should go without saying that we're all major. Is there anyone not a free Britney advocate? I mean, like, I think there's no one, like, fighting <laughs> it's against It's not it. fashionable not to be. Yeah. yeah. I, think I don't think there's any Britney. argument against it. We all want Britney to be free. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what this reminded me of is 
Kelly Clarkson's song, Because of You. Oh, I love that song. You think Mm. it's about like a boyfriend or something, but it's about her dad, which is so sad. Her loser dad. And Mm -hmm. Piece by Piece is Mm -hmm. also like about how her dad is a loser and her stepdad basically like put her back together. And it's so like touching when you realize that. Another really sweet song about a stepdad is Brad Paisley has one about like the dad he didn't have to be or something like that. About when his mom (gasps) got remarried when he was a little kid and then his stepdad raised him oh, and it's no. so sweet oh that's so I need sweet to look that up. Like has the up. sweetest music yeah i know i made fun of the fishing song but i <laughs> i actually love brad paisley grace do you remember when we went to brad paisley yes that was such so a good concert i was just gonna say you know who i'm realizing is like the common thread in all of our concert experiences is grace mm-hmm. and yeah. i feel like the rest of us need to get together and go to a concert without grace you wouldn't dare okay that's all of ours but share your least favorite song lyrics with us on instagram we'll be sharing them this week in our stories let's end with weekly wins okay my weekly win is did you guys see i'm sure you did camilla cameo got body shamed when she was running and then she like lashed back i didn't see it Oh, I loved it. I loved the pictures. They were so unflattering because she does not look like that at all. Yeah, (laughs) they were seriously like so unflattering. They were just the most awful pictures. And I don't know why people care what she looks like Mm -hmm. when she's running, but I just loved her response. I loved that she she was like, I was letting my belly hang out because I was running and nobody tucks their stomach in while they run. And then she like pans down to her stomach and she just purposely like made this very honest video of herself kind of as a comeback at those people but I just really I loved seeing that she does look like a normal person sometimes and I loved her response and I loved all of it that's my weekly win I had missed this so when you said Camille Cabello I was like oh no did she and Sean what's his name break up have they broken up? I oh, followed. praying for the day. What? I love them. They're so much PDA. The most annoying couple. Mm. I know. I love how annoying they are. But it's like, <laughs> it's like lovable. Like, we've been rooting for them for so long, you know? <laughs> have we uh-huh. been? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we have. <laughs> I have. Tess has. Grace, what's yours? So my weekly win this week is, so I've been in Alaska with mom and Tess and dad and Luke, but um, me and mom and Tess have been working a lot on getting our website up and running. And so in the future, when we say like, oh, you'll find that in our show notes or, you know, we say stuff (laughs) like that all the time. We're actually going to have show notes on (laughs) hotculturepod.com. So it's just kind of nice because it took a little bit of effort to actually get, I mean, you should have seen mom. So much effort. Oh my gosh. Mom was on the phone with with customer support and it was such a long call and it was just mom and the customer support woman but she was mom was being polite Mm -hmm. but then she was like the woman was asking mom about what the podcast is and she was like oh it's my daughter's and she's like oh you're a very supportive mom oh no she said she was like you're a very supportive mommy (laughs) because i don't think she knew what age we were (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were laughing so hard mom was like having tears on the phone (laughs) just total like such a mom thing like why why is mom the one calling but because tess and i wouldn't well we always knew that mom would make a great momager yeah Mm -hmm. she's just stepping into her role 
she yeah, really is completely proven yeah. right it's yeah, yeah it was great we always joke about being the Kardashians, not because of like our wealth or our business prowess or our looks, but because mom would have made a really great Kris Jenner if given mm-hmm. the chance. And we mean that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. I would say Chris is the glue that holds that family together. Oh, so yeah. It's I not, love yeah. It's not a slam. <laughs> Thank you all for doing that. I have laughed when I go back to our early episodes and we're like, so look for our show notes. And I'm like, uh, we're on episode 30. One of my still friends who listens notes. to the podcast, she was like, so I just have a question. She was like, where are the, sh- where can I find the show notes? Because you're always saying, look at our That's show notes, so but I don't nice. know where to find them. And I was That's so, sweet, I'm so sorry, there are none. Them. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, it was a completely empty promise. <laughs> yeah, I, promise. I, I think we just didn't think anyone would actually look for them. So I know. I'm, I'm I was so, shocked. That's so nice. And that very she flattered. Wanted yeah. to find them. Well, my uh, weekly win is kind of small, but um, my kids have finally started watching. Not really finally, because it's not something that I was like trying for, but they somehow got into Peppa Pig, and. <laughs> It's hard to get them on a new show, so I'm it impressed. That's yeah. true. And like they'll pick one thing and that's just like the one thing they want to listen to or watch. But they have started talking with British accents and <laughs> um, using some like British terminology and it's hilarious. The other day, um, Ella said zebra and I was like, zebra? <laughs> It's zebra. And I was kind of concerned. I was like, why do you say zebra? Like, you know, know it's zebra. And then I realized she was like, that's what they say on Peppa Pig. And then this morning, Penny was looking out the window and she goes, mommy, the post is coming. (laughs) I was laughing so hard. And the post was not coming because the post comes in like the afternoon and it was like nine in the morning. She just wanted to say that. So I've heard other parents talk about this phenomenon. And Dave said, too, he's like, I kind of love he's like, I don't love that they're like learning it from a TV show. But he's like, I do kind of love speaking in uh, the Queen's English now. Your girls do great (laughs) British accents. They do. They have good accents. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked. Maybe we can parlay that into some kind of showbiz career someday. No, I'm just kidding. That's the last thing I would <laughs> I would want for them. But soon there's going to be a like hashtag free penny. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> hashtag free penny. <laughs> okay, I could have so many weekly wins because it's just been you know it's been a good time. We've been traveling. We've been in Utah, and we're about to go to Alaska. So I kind of feel dumb that this is my weekly win. But have you guys watched um, Never Have I Ever? Oh, the first season? I saw that the second season came out. Yeah, the second season just dropped. It's Mindy Kaling's new show. There's already been one season, obviously, and the second season is now on Netflix. And I haven't finished it, so I guess I can't 100% say it's amazing. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. I just think it's so funny. And, like, the main character is so flawed. Like, all the characters are (laughs) so flawed, but so lovable. I feel like it's a believable, mm-hmm. like they're more believable teens than teens used to be in dramas back For in the day. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's heartwarming and like there's usually like a good message to each episode and I just, I love it. I'm like addicted. Like whenever a new season drops, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. And I think, was it Tess maybe came to visit and I was like, oh, have you seen Never Have I Ever? Did you watch it with me, Tess? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like, oh, 
I think maybe you hadn't seen it or you hadn't watched the whole thing. And so we were watching it and I was like, full disclosure, this is my third time watching. <laughs> <laughs> I kept watching it over and over again because it's just so funny and charming. Yeah, um, I was so sad when I finished the first season. I'm so excited. Yeah. I didn't know that it was out. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.